When I first started out as an ECE, no was a very common word when speaking with children. It was fast, sharp, and direct, so it was a quick word to prevent an accident, get a child's attention, or halt a behavior. But the thing about using a word a lot is that it starts to lose its meaning. The word no needs to be reserved for times when it matters. Now think about no's counterpart, yes. We don't hear it nearly as often. Think about the joy yes brings. As adults, yes brings so much joy. Yes to a first date. Yes to coffee with a friend. Yes to that second glass of wine. So much joy to a yes. Now think about being a child and hearing yes. Yes to staying outside longer. Yes to that second ice cream. Yes to leaving the block tower that you worked so hard on to build and leaving it up. Now, what if yes wasn't just something a child hears, but a feeling? What if the environment made you feel the joy of yes? Welcome to the Everything EC podcast. I am your host, Carla Ward, and today we are going to talk about yes spaces. Yes opens a world of possibilities, not only for the children, but also for you, the educator as a partner in play. A yes space allows children to touch, explore, move, and climb without limitations. It is a space made specifically for the children to feel 100% safe and confident. They can move, touch, and explore without limits. The benefits of a yes space include developing independence, having complete uninterrupted play, increasing a sense of belonging because the children feel trusted in their space, and improving self-expression as they feel safe to express themselves. So how do you start? First, please don't walk into your space and think you have to flip it on its head. Take time to observe. Is the environment benefiting the children? Sit in the middle of your space at the child's eye level. What do you see? Take an inventory of where you find yourself saying words like, no, be careful, don't climb, off please, and then ask yourself, how can I rearrange the space to turn that no into a yes? Can you take out a piece of furniture or can you add something to compensate for what the children are searching for through their behaviors? It is important to remember that behavior, positive or negative, is a form of communication. When children are in a space of yes, Their confidence grows deeper and gives room for curiosity and opens up for more positive behavior to take place. There's a great quote by Lenore Skenazy, when adults step back, children step up. Give children the chance to step up. When designing a yes space, it is important to start slow. Loose parts and blocks are a wonderful addition to any program but be careful not to overload the program with loose parts when first starting. Children who are new to the experience will not know what to do with all these new amazing fun materials and you will find yourself either biting your tongue or using no faster than you can clean up. Ease the children into new materials. Introduce them. Let them know what the materials are there for. Provocations and invitations are great in yes spaces and a great way to introduce loose parts and other materials. An invitation is something that encourages someone to do something or make something. 
With an invitation, you are inviting the children to explore their own thoughts and curiosities within their environment. A provocation is an action or occurrence that causes someone to begin to do something. With a provocation, you are placing a specific request, even though you don't have a necessary outcome on how the material provided is to be used. Like asking, how tall can you build a tower with these blocks? You are putting on the expectation that the student is to build with the specific material. When planning a provocation, invitation, or anything for that matter, think about your intent. What is your goal for introducing an activity? Is it to learn a specific concept? Is there a goal? Is there an end piece? Are you following the children's interest? Is it for innovation? If it's to introduce a concept, say counting, then asking how high can you stack the blocks is great because you want to introduce counting in a play-based way. If it is open-ended for the children to use their imagination and run with it, then having the materials out as an invitation will have more success. Remember, in a yes space, you want to limit restrictions to allow children to flourish. And to be clear, limiting restrictions does not mean limiting expectations. What I mean by that is it's not a free-for-all. Being kind and respectful to one another is still an expectation to have in any program regardless of the environment. However, you will usually find in yes spaces where there is a mutual respect between students and educators, those expectations rarely have to be discussed as it becomes a natural occurrence. Creating a space of yes is creating an environment where children feel a sense of belonging, expression, well-being, and engagement. A space where they can be their true, authentic selves without fear of judgment. Don't we all deserve a space like that? A space without limits? You want to take the blocks to the dramatic center? Yes! Want to use the scissors to cut straws? Go for it! A yes space is designed for children to explore freely, openly, and without limitations. Now all you have to do as the educator is start with one simple word. Yes.